Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, brother? Doing good, C.L. And I just wanted to say thank you for allowing me to be part of that. You know, anytime that I ever get to help a family, especially through some of the toughest hours of their life, I consider it a great honor. And, you know, being able to, you know, having a friendship with you and having a friendship with Jane for years, it, it, it certainly was an honor for me. And I appreciate you letting me be a part of that. God bless you, man. Listen, you heard what I had to say about Bill. I, we want to hear what you got to say against Bill because Bill, I haven't, he hadn't heard from me yet, but he's going to talk to us. Well, he's about to hear from us as well. As you know, I was elected to the Louisiana Republican State Central Committee, District 38C, which is a little bit of South uh, Shreveport and a little bit of Keithville here in Louisiana. And the state party put out a message yesterday saying that they were disappointed. Well, CL, you have children. Disappointment is something you have with your kids when they do something wrong. This is this goes beyond just mere disappointment. This is something that we all should be angry about. You know, so I have sent a letter to the chairman of the Louisiana GOP, Louis Gervich, uh, basically asking for a special meeting of the state central committee to censure Bill Cassidy. And you may be asking, well, why this measure? Well, as you said, we've been betrayed and hoodwinked by a lot of people have given him a new nickname, Benedict Bill, you know, as a Benedict Arnold. And so... He has just last week voted that the uh, this this uh, impeachment was unconstitutional, and then yesterday he changed his vote saying it was. And this morning on Robert Nero's Seventeen Kill, he quoted scripture. Now, oh <laughs> don't laugh too hard, CL. He oh said, goodness. "You know the Bible says, let your yeas be yea and let your nays be nay.'" Oh my goodness! Well, last week you were saying that it was uh, no, that this was unconstitutional, and then. A week less than a week later, you're saying uh, it is. So, Bill, which one is it? Is it yay or is it nay? Because you seem to be wishy-washy all across the board. And so I sent this letter to him asking for a censure on Bill Cassidy, just like they did in Wyoming against Liz Cheney. We've got to start holding our elected officials accountable. We've got to do it. We've got to do it. us American First Republicans versus and it's america first republicans this is a diverse group of people we're blue collar we're as they quote the one percent we're hispanic we're african-american we're young we're old even members of the lgbt community are involved with this so we're a diverse group versus the uh cucumber sandwich eating country club style republicans of yesteryear and we got to fight for the very soul of our party, CL. And we are doing that, Parker, with people just like you on the front line. Now, the thing that has been crossing my uh, text and crossing my emails even uh, is this question. What incentive uh, could have been given to Bill Cass? Because, Bill, Bill, I got to tell you, man, this is not good. This is not good. We are very much upset with you. We do feel hoodwinked, swindled. We feel bamboozled, misled by you. And this is not going to go down easy with Louisianians, Bill. That's one thing we very seldom forgive is an act of betrayal. So, Parker, what was this man's incentive? I don't know. I have my theories I have a gut feeling that this will be his last term running. This is just this is not this is just Parker Ward gut feeling. Uh, 
he's not running again. So what do former senators do? They become lobbyists, correct? Right. So I, I, I think that's what Bill is shooting at. I think he's trying to become a lobbyist, and I think this is what this vote's for. That's just my speculation. I can't say that's 100% sure, but I think he should know, with all the comments I've seen on Facebook, uh, other state central committee members who are upset and mad, um, I think he should understand that he just lost his election. And this is why... And to all my friends in Louisiana who are listening, this is why we need closed party primaries. So we need to call our state representatives, call our state senators, and tell them to support closed party. Because if we allow the Democrats to infiltrate our elections, we'll continue having Bill Cassidy's from here on out. But if we are able to pick our nominees for office on down from governor to senator to congress on down the dog catcher, we can make sure we have principled conservatives and I, and I hate using that word anymore CL because people like Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney have really sold the term conservative just like liberals have done and then now they've done it with progressives they have really sold that term conservative and I and I, I shudder to use it anymore but we need principled America first Republicans to take these nominee positions and show the people what the real Republican Party is about. We're not this party that sits in these country clubs smoking cigars, drinking you know, brandy, and, and eating these cucumber sandwiches. We're the ones that are working every day. We're the ones paying our taxes. We're the ones that's voting. We are the silent majority, as we used to be called, and we can't be silent anymore. Absolutely. And folks, you had better hear me. Hear Parker Ward as to what is going on here. You cannot be silent anymore. You must become an activist. And I know that that is not what we are about as conservatives. We have always been about. (laughs) Michelle, you're so crazy. We have always been about being uh, let every man live and let live, right? But I yeah, do well, agree you with know, you. I, I do. I do agree else. with you, though, Michelle. And I'm here too. I do so, agree with you. So, I do like the brandy so, <laughs> and the cucumber I sandwiches. So, Parker, I, what Parker's oh, really on. saying is that everyone, <laughs> everyone, this president owns country club. So this is a toss out country club Republican. It's really what is Bill Cassidy thinking? Parker, didn't he just get reelected with the help of our president? And didn't he yes, like every ad? Every ad he did, Michelle, was President Trump, and he's quoting, you know, Bill is a great man. Every every ad, and he he used this president, and just like all of them, look, you know, like Mitch McConnell, he's showing his true colors. You know, when he needed the president, you know, he was there on his coattails, and he, he was able to get reelected to the Senate, Kentucky, on the president's coattails. But now that the president's not the president anymore. Uh, he's he's showing that, you know, hey, I'm going to flex my muscle and we're going to take this party back to the party of 2004 and 2008. I've been there. I don't want we're this not party going, going back. No, well, no, I'm not a no. Tea Partier. C.L. Bryant founded the Tea Party. I was managing Mitt Romney's campaign in Louisiana. We were the opposite ends of these things. But what this president has done is united all of us and brought in the Democrats. C.L., the cool thing about what Parker did, he told me about the censoring thing is also affects fundraising abilities, which, you know, if Bill Cassidy mm-hmm. never runs again, that won't matter. But tell us that, uh, Parker. Well, see, as a candidate, when you get endorsed, there's certain things that the state party does 
Like, for example, during the governor's election with JBE and Eddie Rispone, it was the state party that got the president to come in to campaign for Eddie Rispone. It was the state party who helped mobilize people for uh, for um, Eddie, and they've given money. You know, they support these candidates. I've seen the, the budget. I've seen the budget from the last four years. I see what the state party does. And so if we censure Bill Cassidy on the LAGOP level, that will hurt his ability to fundraise from the state party. It could hurt him with the federal party, the national party. Um, and, and so that's that's why these measures are doing against Liz Cheney. That's why they're doing against uh, Mitt Romney. And unlike them, we don't have close primaries. But if we did, we would be able to find a good America first candidate. Okay, tell me this. Tell me this. Tell me this. Now I'm I'm gonna I want I'm gonna have my I'm gonna have our our tech guy, Jared, uh clip out this portion of the show. I'm gonna send this portion of the show to Bill. I'm gonna I'm gonna text it to Bill and and tell him this is what um, this is what Louisianians are thinking and this is how most of us feel about what's happening. What message from uh your district there uh, Parker well, thirty-eight. What, what what would you say? What message do you want to send to Bill Cassidy? We're starting the recording right now. Here's what I would say, Senator Cassidy. Like you, I have constituents that I represent. I govern on the state party level at their consent. I represent them. I am their mouthpiece. I do what they want me to do. It's not what my opinion is. It's what the people of my district want. The same thing with you, Senator. You represent a state that single-handedly carried President Trump, single-handedly supported President Trump in 2016 and in 2020. Do what you are supposed to do. You are here to represent us, not yourself. And we ask you, you know, I know you like to say you take an oath of office. I took the very same oath of office, Senator. We need you to do the will of the people, not the will of Senator Cassidy. And you will see a lot more respect for you than what people have right now. So, as I said, I'm an elected official just like you. I took the same oath of office as you. I have a duty to the people of District 38C, to the Republicans here, just the same responsibility you have to the people of Louisiana. Bill, on top of that, this is C.L. Bryant, man, and you know that we helped you do what you did, and that's become senator and unseat uh, Queen Mary Landrew. We helped you do that. It appears to us that you have forgotten your friends, and, and for a Louisianian, and you know this, that is almost an that is an unpardonable sin, the sin of ingratitude. And we're feeling that you are showing us ingratitude. Bill Cassidy, you better listen up. Uh, that's Parker Ward on the line with me. And this is the C.L. Bryant show. want to thank all of you for coming along. That's a message to you, Bill. You better listen up. Uh, uh, things it, it's going to hurt, Bill, because you've hurt us. I just want you to just want to let you know that. Hey, listen, all of you, all of you out there, you need to hold them accountable. That's what this is all about. Now, Parker, let's get your uh, take on um, this fiasco, this farce that's going on on Capitol Hill. You got Nagoose up there running his mouth now. And uh, what kind of sham is this? So 
let's get in. I, 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 let's get into the constitutionality of it. This morning, I read what the Constitution states about impeachment. It says, and I quote, to remove a president and to, not or, and to not allow them to have the honors of the office of president, not to let, they will not be eligible to run again. This has nothing to do with that clause. And even though it says the chief justice of the United States uh, Supreme Court will preside over these impeachment hearings and trial. Who do we have presiding over? It's not John Roberts. It's Patrick Leahy, the senator from whatever state he's from. I can't remember. They're all I, I try to group all them them liberals together. Uh he's presiding over. So one, it is not constitutional because the chief justice is not presiding over it. And secondly, the main purpose of impeachment is to remove a sitting president and to, you know, that's the reason why back in the 70s, they dropped the impeachment of Richard Nixon because he resigned yeah, his quit. office and then they couldn't. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's historical precedent just within the last, you know, 50 years stating that we can impeach a former president. If that's the case, I want to go back to Jimmy Carter. I want to go back to Bill Clinton. I want to go back to Barack Obama. Let's start impeaching them for yeah. For offenses they did, especially yeah. Barack Obama, I have a whole list. Yeah, Let, let's let's invalidate it, it all. But you know what, Parker? Even though they are not saying this themselves, even though they're not saying this themselves, by proxy, the Democrats are actually saying that Donald Trump is still president of the United States. They are saying that he is still the commander in chief because the Constitution says that the commander in chief. And the president of the United States is the only person that ha that Senate that the Senate has jurisdiction over. He the Senate doesn't mm -hmm. have jurisdiction over a private citizen unless mm -hmm. he happens to be the president of the United States or one of their own. And so uh, this is by proxy an admission of them that Donald Trump is still the, the, the legitimate president of the United States. So what does that make Joe Biden? What are we what are we to expect from Joe Biden? Anything? Parker Ward, talk to us. We're we're going to see America go back to the globalist um uh, a policy a policy of Barack Obama where we're one global nation. We all to work as one global nation. Well no, I, I have a big problem with that. We are America. We should put America's needs above the needs of everybody else. And so that's what we're going to look at. We're going back to. We're going back to cowering down to China. We're going back to giving Pakistan and Iraq and all these terrorist countries money again. Talents of money, just like we gave uh, these these foreign countries. We're, we're, we're essentially becoming a globalist nation. And I, I fear for that. Because I'm an American. I'm not a global citizen. Honestly, I, I do care, but not as much. I don't care what happens in France. They can govern themselves. I don't care what happens in England. They govern themselves. Just like America, we've got to govern ourselves. We are a sovereign, independent nation. And at the end of the day, it's our citizens 
needs that we need to put above the needs of the world. Absolutely I'm sorry, right. It may be no, no, absolutely right. I'm not an isolationist. No, don't don't apologize for that, bro. Allies, but we have to put our needs first and America first. And if they want to call me a uh, oh, I've been called all sorts of names. I've been called a nationalist, which I, I can uh, agree with. I, I am an American nationalist. I want America first. I'm a nationalist. Guess who else is a nationalist? B.B. Netanyahu's a nationalist. B.B. Netanyahu prefers Israel over any other nation on the planet. And that's me and Parker. I agree. We, we prefer America over any other nation on the planet. If that makes me a nationalist, then sign me up. I am definitely one. Parker, I want you to stay with me if you can uh, through the break. I want yes, to sir. talk along that line when I, rec- when I return. We're on with Parker Ward, and we are going to continue our conversation with him on the other side of the break because, America, it appears that you have a very short memory. You remember the uh, combobulation of people down at the border uh, when President Trump came into office, right? You do remember that they all went away. You forgot why. Well, they're back. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our nation being a sovereign nation with Parker Ward when the C.L. Bryant show returns to the airways in just a second. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always in the heaven hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Still the greatest success story on the face of the planet. Talking about America and uh, Republican Central Planning Commission uh, committee member is on with me here. Uh, Central state state central committee uh, is on with me, Parker Ward. And I want to uh, thank him for being on with me. 38 C is uh, what he rep where he represents and he's representing it well i've known parker since he was just a bitty boy and uh he has really grown into uh, a really fine young man and i certainly look forward uh to his service to our state and to our country but we were talking about um our nation and its sovereignty which leads me to uh, jar us and shake us awake again as to what's reforming it's reforming down at our southern border and, and Americans, you need to ask yourself, why is this happening again? Because the same thing that you had is returning 
Can't you see that, Parker? How blind are we to what what this globalistic view and approach to our, our, our nation? What type of harm can that bring to Louisiana and our nation in general? Talk to us. You know, when we talk about opening up the border and allowing so many countless people, first of all, we don't know who's crossing that border. You know, that's my biggest concern. I'm all for immigration. I want the best and brightest to come here. My family, you know, down, down the centuries were immigrants, as were everybody else's. We are, and I hate to say it because the Democrats have, have used this a wrong way, we are a nation of immigrants. In 1776, we, you know, the, the people who signed the Declaration of Independence, they all came from descended from English people. Uh, so we are allowing whoever... God knows whoever to come across our border. And then when they get here, we're promising them that we're going to give them everything. You know, and the Democrats want that because they believe that if we take care of people from from the time from the cradle to the grave, they'll vote Democrat. That's why they're pushing to have D.C. given statehood and Puerto Rico, because if that's the case— that ensures the Democrats complete and total power from here on out until forever, because we've seen how they have voted, even though D.C. the vote for, you know, they don't get a um, they're not a state. They don't get uh, in Puerto Rico. They don't get in the Electoral College, but they vote and they it, it's crazy. They're, they're given statehood. They're going to have two more votes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and in, in each state will have two more votes in the Senate, and it will make sure the Democrats consolidate power. That's what they're wanting. That's why these these Democrats are leaving California. They're leaving New York, and they're going to states like Virginia, who we've seen used to be extremely red, turn blue, like Georgia, where we've seen be extremely red, turn blue. Texas has turned purple. It was too close for my comfort, for Texas. And what they're doing is they're leaving these liberal policies which are destroying these states and voting the same way. You know, it's, it's so crazy. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And I have to say, this is insane. It is insane. It is absolutely insane. And folks, um, Michelle, I just got this text from Linda. Looks like I might be on. I haven't accepted it yet on Hannity later on today. So I'll get with you on that a little bit later on. So in this, the, the, Parker, do you realize that we're on the cutting edge of the conversation that will shape our nation well into the future? And your children, your children's children will, in fact, be affected by what we do here uh, in these next few months and uh, certainly in this next couple of years. Let me ask you this question, Parker. Within the next couple of years, uh, how much damage do you think that uh, an administration like this, and who knows how long Joe is going to last in the position, uh, but how much damage can uh, a leftist regime like has taken over uh, Washington, D.C.? Now, uh, how much damage can they do? CL, we have seen the damage already. We've been, what, two, two and a half weeks into the And I won't say presidency because I, I do not believe Joe Biden legitimately won the election. So I'm just going to say the administration of Joe Biden, of former Vice President Joe Biden, with a stroke of his pen, he killed 50,000 jobs 
with oil and gas. As you know, you you know, you lived in the Settle Parish during the middle of the gas and oil boom. That has put a lot of jobs, people in Caddo and DeSoto and Louisiana in general, in work. Good paying jobs. And now there are people who are getting laid off by companies because they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. We have an administration that is not friendly to oil and gas. And so they can do a lot of damage. There will be a lot of people who will be looking for work. And I I promise you, there's not a lot of it around. Yeah. You know, and folks, I own these these folks who have mortgages and car notes, they won't be able to pay them. And so what's going to happen? We're going to end up back into a market like we were in 2008 with the housing market. There'll be people who have these uh, FHA loans who can't repay them. And then what's going to happen? We're going to be in another housing bubble. This is serious that we serious conversation. And then when if God blesses me to have kids and grandkids, I don't want them to come to me and say, Dad or Grandpa, why didn't you fight? I can sit there and tell them I did. I did everything within the power of my being to try to shape this country, this party, the city, the state. I did my part. Everybody else didn't. So that way I can have a clean conscience when I go to sleep at night. And you know what? Uh, That type of honesty with yourself, making sure that you did all you could do that day to help somebody and to help Mm -hmm. your society and, of course, to advance the kingdom of God uh, is all that we can do, uh, Parker. And we sleep well at night once we understand that we've done that. You know, man, I certainly do appreciate uh, everything that you do, and uh, I certainly hope that we continue to hold accountable those who we elect to office. I thank you for being on here with me today. Michelle, we've got to get him back often. And listen, God bless you and God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight, Parker. I'll talk to you soon. You too, CL. 